And you can't send text messages. You don't even know how to write. Well, that's why I use my phone. You draw little pictures. Yeah. Uh, You're like, ooh, hieroglyphics. Fourth grader asked me how to spell shark today, and I was like, oh, God. Because well, the first one she was, they were creating creatures, and the first one was oxodal, and so I spelled that for her because that one, okay, that's fine. Um, oxodal, like a Pokemon? No, <laughs> it's a real animal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, this is news to me. <laughs> yeah, but it lives in the water. <laughs> it's the amphibian creature. Yes. Ah. Oh. The only one with gills, apparently. <sighs> this child is like, okay, if you know so much about it, you should know how to spell it. <laughs> And then she was like, okay, I want it to be an oxidal shark. And so she's like, how do you spell oxidal? So I told her. And then she's like, how do you spell shark? And I'm like, no. I literally said, no, you know how to spell that. And she goes, um. And then she writes it. And I'm like, oh my God, yes. Come on. <laughs> I do that. Mm-hmm. How do you spell turn? <laughs> <I do that. laughs> how do you think you spell turn? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you f- <laughs> Put your pencil on that page uh-huh. now. And write some words. I was like, I don't have time for this. And then the fifth graders, they got the snap. They were like, hey, sit down. Did did you snap at the children? Oh, I did, yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. And it was like, oh, good, sit down. And then they were like, Mr. White is crazy. Oh, one of them apparently works out because uh, our coach started, a, um, one of the coaches started a youth program. And one of them apparently... <laughs> was in my class today and I didn't recognize her at all but she apparently asked Lucy he's like um is, is he a substitute <laughs> like <laughs> and she goes yeah I think it's, he was at my school today <laughs> like ooh which class because <laughs> if you were with the fifth graders you were in trouble <laughs> was she in the fifth graders I don't know <laughs> and mm. <laughs> but I know that I'm sure going over to those uh, <laughs> moms and that area, they'd be like, ooh, that substitute teacher was mean to my child, my sweet baby angel. It's like, no, 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 baby's not an angel. They're going to come slap you. Maybe. Fingers crossed. I'm into that. What? <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. I don't, I don't like this. I'm done. <laughs> Podcast is over. Okay. The, get spoopy with <laughs> Thanks for coming, everyone. We're not even going to do that part anymore because the podcast is finished forever. It's just over. We're canceled. Goodbye. It's a good run. 161 episodes and weeks. How's it been? It feels like only yesterday. Uh, I mean, I feel like the weeks years. is actually probably longer. But yes. It's been four years. Four, four years. This is the fourth year, but mm-hmm. it's been four years. Uh-huh. Wow. You got a new job? <laughs> what, what do you want to talk about? Four years of talking to each other. You think that we'd get bored, right? Well, you what know. What are we, Trixie and Katya? <laughs> They always have something to talk about. Yeah, they also repeat stories. Well, let's do that then. <laughs> All right. So the Sodder family. <laughs> John George Hay. We've done that twice. I do did know that. Rodney Alcala twice, too. I don't even know who that is. The dating game killer. Oh, yeah. He literally did it like two weeks ago. Well, yeah. I don't remember his name. I just remember that. Hello. The dating game killer. Yeah, do you remember that? Um, yeah, I got a new job, and I'm working on getting my teacher certification as well, which is exciting as well. Um, so we're making money moves now. 
Let's do well, it. Like a little bit of money, but like money moves. Yeah. More. I mean, technically, it would be more money than I was making with the floor covering. So. Together. Or what do you mean? The... No, alone. The starting salary is higher than what I was making. <laughs> Where knows really? Oh. 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 <laughs> supposed to say names, huh? I'm fine. <laughs> the flooring guy. <laughs> it's not very um good no especially if i was making you know making him six hundred thousand dollars a year or more in different instances and i was like oh i'm making 40 like that sucks yeah (laughs) not great but yeah but with the with the um gym as well as my side hustle i'm gonna be making making some good cash what are you gonna go what are you gonna buy first a car (laughs) That is not falling apart. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. That's a, that's what I'm my first situation. Like, oh, oh yeah, that'll be good. You're gonna get a Honda Civic. I'd like a some sort of electric vehicle. Actually, a Chevy Bolt. Uh, I don't know the. It's an electric vehicle. Oh, okay. I want a Jeep. They don't make those. They do. Vehicles. They do actually. Did they, they started in 2020, actually. Hold on. Electric. Wranglers? Jeep. Wrangler, yeah. A Wrangler. A Wrangler? It's a child for toys. It's a toy for children. It's a, it's a child for toys. Option. Child for toys. Yeah, well, they have, of course, the 2023 that they're pushing right now. How much are they? Let's see. <laughs> uh, Let's find out. 30, Make a guess. 40,000. Oh, I'm thinking higher. 40,000. I'm going to say. 55. What is okay, it? Okay, let me see. Um, okay, without starting at 53,995. So technically, if I was price of right, I would have lost. Loosed? You would have lost. Loosed. I would have lost. Um, and you would have won, but still. Dee 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 dee. Oh, no, wait. What is the theme? Dee dee dee. No, that's Family Feud. <laughs> Da, 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 da. No, that's a match game. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, whatever. It's not. But it doesn't it's, matter. It's it doesn't close. matter. Yeah. But then I had the question, okay, if I have an electric vehicle, I don't have a house that like... You can install a I charger can, in. Exactly. You'll have to go to HEB. Exactly. I'll have to go to like other places to charge my vehicle. And I know that they have superchargers in different places that you know charge it in 20 minutes, but it's still like... <laughs> You know, does it charge in twenty minutes? There are superchargers that charge it fast. I feel like the people are there for like forty-five minutes, an hour, okay, an hour fifteen. Maybe. Well, I'll charge it at HEB while I'm inside shopping. But you have to go to the one on West Alabama. Okay, then I'll have to drive to the gate HEB. That's not. It's not very gay in there. Well, the one to the Heights is. Sometimes I feel like I'm being cruised. Which, on the one on Twenty Fourth? Yeah. I feel like it's all waspy. Waspy people. Well, there's there's, there's those two. And there's also add there's the also plenty of daddies that are, are have some wandering eyes, and I'm like, what are you doing over there? <laughs> What's going on? I also go at non-peak hours, so oh. it's just me, Bernice, yeah, and Lavia. Let me tell you, that's Levita. one thing that uh, I have missed this week is going shopping because I normally would do my shopping on Wednesdays <laughs> during the day. Like I'm talking like 11 a.m. maybe. Maybe ten. Who knows what's I going got on? 10. Yeah, and it's just like, ooh, these are all just old ladies. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. No, I, I loved it because it was just very, it's either old ladies or like uh, moms with like little little infant children. 
And Mine is always elderly lady, and um, that's probably us. Yeah, elderly ladies. It makes about some, just I mean, elderly people in general, I would say. Uh-huh. And then like busybodies. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. And I'm in the busybody category. Like I'm a busy mom. Yeah, I gotta go do stuff. What out? I take Hold the up. I take this the cart that has children. And I'm like, oh, I forgot I don't have my kids. Oh, it's so crazy! I don't have the kids Anyways, here. So I gotta get stuff. So you're get driving, out of the you're way. driving the race car. Away. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Mostly because people get out of the way. Like, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's making all the noise. <laughs> yeah. No, me. I'm making the noises. <laughs> like, oh. Ew, stop. Is he okay? He just licked me. You gotta put the earring in. I, the, it was hurting me in there. Oh, I'm not looking. <laughs> Look. He's like, what are you talking about? He's lying. I'm just kidding. Um. Oh, they're gonna have a 2024. No, it's good. Yeah, you need, you should not get the exact newest model. Why not? Because you said pay the same price. Exactly. Too much. So, yeah. What are they used? Mm. They won't be electric used. I think they have some older ones. I want to say they came out in like 2019, 2020. Hmm. I got my car the year after it came out, but they used it as a rental car. Oh, and so it, it didn't was, have many miles? Mm-mm. It had like 8,000 miles or something on it. And it was glorious. That's how... Um, and now look at her. She just sits out there in the driveway. Just on a family car. <laughs> Poor thing. We gotta sell it. And we wanna buy an electric vehicle. Like just a little sedan. For going to the grocery store, you know? Yeah. A little around town. Yeah. Okay, I need to look this up later. It's not going to getting me anywhere. Um, yeah, I want the electric vehicle mostly because like I don't drive long distances to begin with, and also gas was getting ridiculous expense. Was I mean it is doing it again too, but it was getting. I mean it was almost four dollars a gallon. I'm like I don't want to pay for this for this clunky piece of shit that gets like what fifteen fifteen gallons per mile. I'm like okay. Do you have to pay to charge your car? I don't know. I don't think so. We should research that. Mm-hmm. Let's take about 15 minutes right now okay, on okay. the podcast and do some research. Do you have to pay to charge your electric car? All right. Let's do it. Fees to use, uh, they vary. Some public char- chargers are free to use, so some are free. Those that require payment usually base the fee on how much energy is transferred into the electric car. Other rates are priced per minute. So... Maybe. The answer is maybe. <laughs> well. Uh, oh, Walmart concise. has them too. Do they charge? 25 cents. Of course they do. Uh, depending on the vehicle's power level with a $1 session fee. But yes, they charge. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, Look at I us trying to save the lot. environment. I know. This podcast is all about learning about different things. Today, we didn't even learn about dead people. We're just. We're gonna. We're, we're still gonna, but we learned about electric vehicles. Well, I love that you're going to do that. Tell me about something that you've done lately to save the environment. Uh, oh, I ta- Within the past 24 hours. Oh. <laughs> Clock's ticking. Um, I taught children about cons- conservation today because we watched a video about uh, e- extinction and animals going extinct. And the dodo birds. Poor thing. Apparently dodo birds were like super friendly. I learned this in the video today. They apparently, like, literally just, like, walked up to the sailors when they, like, arrived on Mauritius. And then the sailors killed them. 
Yeah, they ate him. They were just like, nom, nom, nom. This fat bird. It's a looking bird. It's a three foot tall, like, plump little shit. Of course it had meat on it. Would you eat an ostrich? Uh, probably. Could you catch an ostrich? I think the ostrich would kill me. Sorry. <laughs> I'm I think the ostrich would kill me first. I, I agree. I didn't eat emu. No? No, you haven't. No, I said I would. I didn't say I have. You won't. Okay. I've eaten an impala before. A who? An impala. Like the car. Tame impala. <laughs> <laughs> the car <Tart> Toblo. <laughs> this is close to Tame Impala. Oh. Yeah, I need to take this off. You should, yeah. Why are you into dangly earrings? Because I like them. <laughs> They're a fashion statement. All right. <laughs> All right. Did you wear it to school? I did. And I got lots of. Co- I got lots of compliments from children, and I also got one question from a a girl in kindergarten that said, why are you wearing earrings? I said, because I like to wear earrings. She goes, girls wear earrings. I say, boys can wear earrings too. And her face just goes, what? That's a very judgy response. Really? (laughs) And that was the end of it. (laughs) It was just so easy. Boys can wear earrings too. Okay. She went home and said, my teacher said I could be a boy. <laughs> the gay agenda, you know? Yeah. <laughs> my teacher said, no, I can't say that. <laughs> um, Hold on. Oh, my God. They awful. totally did say that. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense to me. But, yes. So, uh. Oh, boy. What you been thinking about? <laughs> It's you t- just that time you again. just want to I'm ask ready to it talk about so Megan. that you could talk about I'm it. I didn't even talk about Megan. Uh, there's a new Twitter that I've been following, and by following it shows up on my uh, Twitter, and it is um, disgusting. It's called um, Fucked Up Looking Foods. Oh, yeah. I don't know why you started liking those things. Oh, they show they up on yours now? I love that. Uh, because they're gross. <laughs> and it's funny. So. I that's that's what I've been thinking about because every once in a while they will show up and I'm like, this is gross. Uh, one that was last night was a bowl of crackers, marinara sauce, uh, like string cheese, and a pepperonis. It's like pizza in a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a spoon in it. <laughs> Why do you need, you know... It's like it doesn't. That honestly doesn't sound bad. If it was like, here's a cracker, here's a pepperoni, here's like a piece of mozzarella... Stick cheese and then like a little sauce on top and you eat that, right? But then when you put it in a bowl, <laughs> yeah, shitty lunchables. Like I mean, that sounds like something that you know, I a depressive episode. I'm gonna eat that, you know, for a little meal. Mm-hmm. But when you're eating it out of a bowl, it's it, somehow worse. <laughs> gross. Yeah. The crackers. You wait for the crackers to get soggy. <laughs> wait for the crackers to get soggy. <laughs> That is basically tomato basil soup. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Anyways. What you been thinking about? (laughs) Well, you just talked about the fucked up looking food. And Mm -hmm. this guy says, please, lots of black olives on on this sandwich. No about is too much. (laughs) (laughs) It's an olive sandwich. (laughs) 
no amount is too much. I just snorted. Oh my god, that's a lot. That's a lot of black hollows. It is a lot. It is a lot. Um, I will talk about Megan eventually, Mm -hmm. but for now, I got to go through the rest of the things because I have a lot of funny things to talk. Okay, okay, okay. So, um. Do you know, you remember, that one's not that funny. Uh, you have to explain it too much, it's probably not funny. Within our, uh, sometimes within, sometime within our lifetime, a senator will release and shut up. <laughs> so, <laughs> which, honestly, that's true, and it's going to be depressing. It and it'll probably end up being a guy senator, too. Probably not queer. No, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be a Republican. Oh, it has to be a senator. It'll be a Republican. I was going to say Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Well, maybe she'll become she a senator. She a fire fire make it pallet yeah nancy pelosi (laughs) (laughs) she wears such great makeup lots of browns (laughs) um you remember the you're a star girl but i'm a star oh yeah yeah there people are obsessed with that currently I I saw that same clip and it's like this is how our Australians say Emma Stone. No, I'm Emma Stone. <laughs> I'm Emma Stone. <laughs> I can't play this other one because of Beyonce. Mm-hmm. But I can she'll play sue the first our, seven she'll seconds. Su- she'll sue our entire podcast and how everyone on this? it. <laughs> anyway, she danced to Alien Super. Oh, Star. I saw that one. Yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> Megan is dancing to Alien Superstar. I did see that one. <laughs> Also, they knew what they were doing with that advertisement because, like, the whole thing, I'm just like, what the fuck is this? And then at the very end, they show her dancing. And, like, the gays, they knew that the gays were just going to take it, or even, like, Gen Z was going to take it and turn it into what this is. And so they're getting free publicity by everyone just like, what is this? Oh, it's Megan, the new movie. It's like... I. Why are you telling us about it now? It doesn't come out until January. I know, exactly. <laughs> It's true. Today's it's gay true. people going into the Megan trailer door and the bros door. There's no one there. Poor Billy Eichner. I know. He really thought he did something. He, he tried so hard. I, except I, any person who said they went to go see it, apparently they've really liked it. I mean, I, I yeah, it sounded like a cool movie. I'm not going to go to the theater to watch it. I don't like rom-coms. Me neither. Um, since we can't use those beer rings anymore, I've been choking turtles. I've <laughs> 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 That's even funnier because I saw the grad students in it because they hate the turtle people down in Galveston with a passion. And Why? Because they, they, they're like turtle recovery people and they don't like keep their samples sanitary. So they'll literally just like bring a dead turtle in a bucket and then just leave it in the freezer. Like just without being covered or anything like that. And so they're just like, oh, well, there's another just rotting dead turtle. Right here in the freezer. <laughs> so they hate the turtle people. And so they, they, they talked about that and they're like, I'm just going to choke a turtle in front of them. <laughs> Aren't yeah. they supposed to celebrate animals? Yay, marine life. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I really love this one. I have to wait for it to finish and then I'll start it over again. <laughs> it's really silly because I'll tell you why at the end. Here, you pretty baby. Oh, I, I, yeah, I see this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> oh, okay, you took the whole pancake. That's fucked up. 
why that's so funny. <laughs> that's fucked up. I lost it. <laughs> Somebody give her the Oscar. Uh, that's fucked up. And I liked this this morning. Did you see Al or MIA? Oh yeah, her? yeah, yeah. She said if she did Alex that the the boom boom gun yeah. thing. Yeah. She said, if Alex Jones pays for lying, shouldn't every celebrity pushing vaccines pay too? Mm-hmm. And somebody said, oh, girl, don't do this. We all love your little cash register guns. There song. you go. Don't ruin it. Just eat your food. <laughs> just get your, just eat your food. <laughs> yes, very that. I did see that and I was like, ooh, yikes. And I think she's got an album coming out too. So everyone's like, uh, girl. <laughs> all the comments below besides that one were like, <laughs> I want, <laughs> You got a new album, and I love some of the songs, so uh-huh. I'm just gonna sit down. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna not pay attention to this uh, just real fast, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, has she come out with another song that's as good as that one? No, and that came out in what, like 2008? Yes, I was still in high school when that came out. Me too, because that was around when I started listening to uh, actual pop music. Pop, pop music. Pop music. Wow, that's when like. The likes of Kesha and Katy Perry and Lady Gaga, Beyonce. So oh, you're, started. wait, as I talked to you earlier in the week, you um, had come up with any new names for a female pop diva? Like their, their, their followers. Their yeah. followers? Well, most of them, the uh, popular ones already have them. Okay. You gotta give new ones to the uh, the new girls. Oh, what new girls? The Olivia Rodrigo. I feel like they she they know. probably have. She's done. <laughs> have you heard anything since she <laughs> came out with that one album? Didn't she do a um, stickers? Yeah. What's the name of the album? Rodrigo fans are called. What are fans of Olivia? They're called Livies. Oh, <laughs> she needs a publicist. Yeah. Who else? Who else we got? I already gave you the major ones. What are Billy? I no. I <laughs> Billy eyelashes are eyelashes. Eyelashes, they are. Yeah. What you are Dua Lipa fans called? Dula Peeps. Loves. No. That's one. Uh, Duran Duran Duranies. Not that is not current. That is a band from the. 80s. Uh, they were a headliner at ACL last year when I went. You tore your ACL last year? Yeah. Wait, wasn't that what it's called? Austin City Limits. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you made me doubt myself. Uh, oh, there's a whole list. Okay. Adele. They're called Daydreamers. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, okay. Rod Stewart. Arianators or Ariana Grande. Who's Rod Stewart? From the 80s. No, I know who he is, but... <laughs> Not that stupid. Well, I am, but... <laughs> Stewies. Wait, what are Normani's? The nation. <laughs> no. The North Ireland national football team. <laughs> For who? Oh, that's the celebrity? <laughs> celebrity. <laughs> uh, the office. They're called Dunderheads. <laughs> okay. This is getting I weird. I don't like that. No. Um, okay, this is getting weird. Rod, Rod Stewart's not on here. Oh, damn. What, what, what do you think Rita Ora's are called? Auras. No, Rita bots. Rita bots. I don't know what that means. I don't like her. No. Okay. Um, Rihanna's. Oh, I I knew this before. 
If I say Rihanna Navy. No. She should be Umbrellas. <laughs> umbrellas? What about Rina Sawayama? <gasps> They're called Pixels. Are you a Pixel? Yes. Okay. Um, they got some weird shit in here. Poppies? Poppy seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Carolyn Polachek? Because I think Polachek's will really stick. Does it start with a C? Carolyn? Carolyn Polachek. Okay, I don't think she's going to be But I guess this would list. be under P. For well, Polachek. it's their first names. Re- oh. Well, Rina Sawayama was off-putting. Could be R or S. Yeah, she's not in here. Wow. Charlie XCX? Barty Gang is for Cardi B. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Jepsies? For no, Carly Rae Jepsen? It says Jepsies. Right, Who th- made this, this list? This is Wikipedia, okay? Who's Wikipedia? Wikipedia. What did I say? It's Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Not Wiki. Wikipedia. 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 Shut the fuck up. Are you ready to talk about <laughs> yeah. spooky stuff? Well, we got to talk about something else first. <laughs> we do, and I am going to tell you all uh, about it. Okay? The house down boots. Are you ready? <laughs> Recent Gallup polls have shown that Americans have reported st- feeling stress, worry, and anger in the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to studies, there is a synchronization between, between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can. But what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Big Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Big Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BigBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Big Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using promo code... Spooby 15. Spooby 15. Big Bones is LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Big Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Baked Bones are now available at Manorty Mercantile in the Houston Heights or at Manorty <coughs> Mercantile on South Congress in Austin. Baked Bones! <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Look at us scatting. I don't like them. I don't either. Yeah. Jazz. Let's say it was jazz. We're jazz artists. The worst is that, like, that's a real, like, jazz term. And now the gays just have ruined that word for me. Yeah. Gays are the worst. (laughs) We're not going to see bros. No, you took the whole thing. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. It's not even like, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's fucked up. That's fucked up. <laughs> but it went from, oh, you ate the whole pancake. That's fucked up. <laughs> Who is she? Who is she? I love her. She is a uh, mother. <laughs> she is a part of the Rhythm Nation. Have you seen that clip as well where it's like one of the real housewives? I'm beginning to think of her as a mother or whatever the lady says. No, okay. I don't know anything about That's that. That's fine. I don't. I don't know. I don't think. Anyways. I don't think. Yeah. Um, you ready to talk about spooky stuff? Let's go ahead and do it. We should do that, right? How long was yours? Uh, Three pages? 
Mine too. There oh. was not a lot of uh, info on this level. Mine, mine didn't have very much info either. But it's a fun story for sure. Mine is not. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Mine is very interesting. Which also I recognize his name, but I don't have him saved anywhere in my notes. So what is yours again? Jack Unterweger. Unterweger. He's from Austria. 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 Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. I, I just recognize his name. I don't know her. Mm-hmm. Know, right. if you would like a thing yeah okay let's you take a break tomorrow <laughs> yeah you want me to start talking yeah no oh, you want you want to go first or me i went first last week wait give me one of these two please okay <laughs> okay okay so i'm going to talk about jacques Untervega. so he was born august 16th uh 1950 in uh in austria <laughs> his mom was venise venise uh, f- she's from Venice. Um, right? No, that's Venetian. Yeah. She's from Vienne, which is from... Vienna? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> that's Austria. Yes, because she was from Austria. So, Venetian is Ven- Venice. Yes. Uh, I'll take lemon. Lemon. I normally have tangerine, so I'll take lemon. Um, but this is Venice, so Venezi. Venezi. It's fine. Uh, so she was a barmaid and a waitress. Ooh, get him. Yeah, get it, Coco. <laughs> and uh, his father was an American soldier whom she had met while in Triste, Italy. Um, some sources described his mother potentially as a sex worker. Uh, Unterweger's mother was jailed for fraud while uh, pregnant with him, but was released and traveled to Graz, where he was born. Thank you. Oh my god. Ooh. You're so kind. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You left a stain on your table. Oh my god. Look what you've done. <laughs> Scratched it. Should we cheers to that? Happy birthday. Oh. Yeah. It's almost my half birthday. Did mine already pass? Mine's in February. Yeah. Did mine already pass? <laughs> Mine's in December. That's my half birthday. December 12th. Should we celebrate it? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> No, so you're not happy. Don't be happy about it. No, your half birthday is December 13th. Because of the leap year? To take into account the leap year. The leap year is not until 2024. Right? What's the next leap year? I don't know. I think it's 2024. 2020-24. Confuse Venice and... Uh... <laughs> Uh, Venice and Vienna again. Do that. Do it again. It is 2024. It's almost like I'm right. Uh, <laughs> anyways, should we go talk? I nearly broke my back going that way. <laughs> crack. Oh, that was a good crack. <laughs> crack so hard and you're like, all right. I'm stuck like the this now. Neck lady. <laughs> oh no, I'm on the list of fandoms again. Every time I... Uh, do any physical activity now. Specifically running the mile. Mm. When I run a mile or longer. After I'm done, I just kind of like tilt my head to the side a little bit and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck is this bubble wrap neck? <laughs> and it went that way and then I'm like, okay, well I guess I should go the other way and it's still... <laughs> Interesting. Why do you have so much air in your bones? I don't know. I, my head's bouncing a lot. <laughs> hey, well, that means it's decompressing at least. Mine doesn't Good. really pop. 
I can't do the the thing that you like to do. <laughs> yeah. I can't do that. I'm scared. It's not ready. Sometimes I wish working. I could. Every once in a while, I'll feel it. I'm like, I wish I could pop my neck like that. But it doesn't work. Anyways, so um, they moved to Graz. Graz. G-R-A-Z. Graz. 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 Um, after his uh, mother was arrested again in 1953, Unterweger was sent to Corinthia to live with his grandfather, who was known as a rough fellow, uh, who regularly used his grandson to help him steal farm animals. So, real great time as a youth. Um, Unterweger was in and out of prison much of his time uh, as a child. Uh, and into his 20s. So he worked as a waiter between uh, 1966 and 1974. So at that point, he's uh, 16 to 24. And he was convicted 16 times uh, during those eight years. Mostly for theft-related offenses, uh, but also for pimping and sexual assault on a sex worker. He spent most of those eight years in jail. So from the age of 16 to 24, he was mostly in jail. Jesus Christ, you go in jail... (laughs) For at sixteen for pimping exactly like uh, it was somewhere in that that uh, between sixteen to twenty four but still yeah at that that age you were pimping why is he going to jail so many times and getting out so many times what is Austria's <laughs> statue of I don't know laws here? apparently the the well hold on we'll talk about that so in uh, we get to nineteen seventy four because you know <laughs> things are looking up for That's him right. Fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you took the whole pancake. That's fucked up. Uh, Unterweger murdered 18-year-old West German national Margaret Schaefer by strangling her with her own bra. Uh, so he was convicted and sentenced to life in prison two years later. Uh, but while he was incarcerated, this is where things get a little fun. Uh, He's murdering in prison. <clears throat> no. He wrote short stories and poems, plays, and an autobiography. He wrote uh, something called Purgatory, uh, and then also The Trip to Prison, uh, Report of a Guilty Man, that later served as a basis for a documentary. So apparently Purgatory is like a famous work uh, Mm. that is taught in schools now in Austria. And this prisoner who killed people apparently wrote it. Um, several figures, including apparently a famed Austrian writer, uh, Elfrida Heilnick, um, have since questioned whether he actually wrote Purgatory, um, but it's still, uh, apparently under his name, yeah. Uh, so in 1985, a campaign to pardon and release Untevega from prison commenced, so at this point he's in jail for 11 years, um, or he had been in jail for 11 years. The Austrian president at the time was like... No. I don't know what the fuck you guys are doing. Like, he's staying in jail. He's like, they're literally the court mandated that he remains the minimum of 15 years in prison. So they only had a minimum of 15 years for murder. But that was still like, you have to serve 15 years for murdering someone. Um, so apparently writers and artists and journalists and politicians were very, like, vocal. And, like, it was a, like big deal to like go and uh work to try and get him pardoned uh including the person who doubted whether he wrote it uh and then also like another german novelist gunter grass uh along with a editor of the magazine uh manuscript which um is a big magazine in austria as well um 
<clears throat> Excuse me. So Unterweger was finally released on May 23rd of 1990 after he had served his minimum 15 years of his life term. So he didn't. He got out as opposed to the life term that he was sentenced for with at least the 15 that he served. Um, <clears throat> upon his release, Purgatory was then taught in Austrian schools and his stories for children were apparently performed on the Austrian radio. Uh, he himself began hosting television shows, uh, which discussed crim criminal rehabilitation, and he worked as a journalist for a public broadcaster, where he reported on stories concerning the very murders for which he was later found guilty. So there was murders that were happening in Austria, and... Like, uh, it's cold case files. Like, yeah. No one knows what happened <clears throat> yeah. to so-and-so on Night of What, and it was like... But he does. Yeah. Well, I definitely just spoiled this for me. <laughs> because mm. I said, oh, what a great story. He got out. He re was rehabilitated. End of conversation. Everything's better. It's so wholesome, right? Such a wholesome story. And we're done. He would murder people with crowbars. And no. It's still the same. Same. He still has the same M.O. <laughs> so I'm like, you guys should have caught him sooner. Uh, law, enforcement, law enforcement later discovered that Unterweger uh, killed a young woman named Blanca. Ooh, this one's like Czechoslovakian. Um, Bakova. Bakshkova? Bakshkova. There How you many go. letters? Uh, well, it's B-O-C with the over the top of it. K-O-V-A with the an accent on it. I think that's Bakshkova. I don't know what the C, that C is. It's like, like a C-H situation, I think. If I remember correctly. But I don't, I don't remember correctly most times. Um, and then he also killed seven more. And that was in Czechoslovakia. And then he killed seven more in Austria in 1990. Literally after the, the year that he got out. <laughs> he killed eight people. Uh, he killed Bruhilda. Bru, yeah, Bruhilda. Uh, Massa, uh, age 39. Heidi Hammerer, age 31. Uh, Ilfrida Schrimpf, age 35. Sylvia Zagler age 23, Sabine Meutzler, age 25, Karine Eroglu-Skadli, age 25, Regina Prim, age 32. In the first year after his relief, they were all strangled with their bras. All eight. Including, and then on top of that, the ninth one, the, the first one that he killed. Bra strangling. <laughs> I mean, they're strong little things. Oh, shit, that's They be holding up. A lot of, they, they be holding up a lot of things. Uh, yeah. So, in 1991, Unterweger was hired by an Austrian magazine to write about crime in Los Angeles and the differences between U.S. and European attitudes towards prostitution. Uh, he met with local police, even going so far as to participate in ride-along of the city's red-light districts. During his time in Los Angeles, three sex workers, Shannon Exley, Irene Rodriguez, and Peggy Booth, were beaten, sexually assaulted with tree branches, and strangled with their own bras. But if he was doing ride-alongs, that means that cops were participating in this. Which is not that far off from what we see in the world nowadays. So I see a similarity. It's so crazy. Uh, oh, to your story? To my story. Oh, uh, look at that. Well, I mean, boo. Ooh, yeah, not good. Uh, but, hey, we're piecing things together. <laughs> so, uh, back... One day we... Oh, we're on tier six. Oh, yeah. Hey, we made it to tier six now. <laughs> so, back in Austria, Unterweger was apparently beginning to be suspected, um, suggested as a suspect for the sex worker murders. People were like, wait, hold up. 
That's fucked up. So that's fucked up. <laughs> um, so in the ab- ab- absence, absence of uh, other suspects, police took a serious look at Untavega and kept him under surveillance until he went to the U.S. because uh, he was going working as a reporter, observing nothing to connect him with the killings. So uh, police in Graz eventually gathered enough evidence to arrest Untavega, but then he was like, uh, all right, I'm out. <laughs> So he fled by the time they entered his home, <clears throat> and law enforcement agencies then chased him and his girlfriend, Bianca Mrak, uh, through Switzerland, France, and the U.S. Uh, he was finally arrested by U.S. Marshals in Miami, Florida, on the 27th of February in 1992. Uh, while a fugitive, he had called the Austrian media to try and convince him of it, his innocence. They're like, no, 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 you guys love me. Remember, you guys love, I didn't kill anyone. I didn't kill anyone. It's like, you literally killed 11 more people after you got, a, got out of jail for killing one person, and you were sentenced to life, but you got out after 15 years because all these people wanted you out. Like, he was so narcissistic that, like, he's like, oh, I'm the best thing ever. Like, you love me, right? Um so Unterweger was extradited back to Austria on May 27th of 1992 and charged with 11 murders, including one in Prague and three in Los Angeles. The jury found him guilty of nine murders by a 6-2 majority, uh, which was a sufficient enough at the time under Austrian law. Uh, based on, eight, uh, psychi- on psychiatric examinations, there was an Australian uh, psychiatrist that diagnosed Unterweger with narcissistic personality disorder uh, and presented his findings to the court on June 20th of 1994. So then on June 29th, Unterweger was sentenced to life in prison without life in prison without the possibility of parole. That night, Unterweger uh, committed suicide in the prison by hanging himself with a rope made from shoelaces and a cord from the trousers of a tracksuit using the same knot that was found on all the strangled sex workers. So it's like, okay... You maintained your innocence, and then you literally showed us that you tied the exact same knot as everyone else that you murdered to kill yourself. Uh, Prior to his death, Unterweger had asserted his intention to seek an appeal, and therefore, under Austrian law, his guilty verdict was not considered legally binding after his death, as it had not been reviewed and confirmed by the court. So, technically, he was, since he was going to appeal, it was like, well, your guilty guilty verdict wasn't finalized. (laughs) It was like, oh. But then he died because he killed himself. Well, I mean, killed himself the same way that he killed all of his victims. So, and he would have been guilty from it anyway. Uh huh. Absolutely. Oh yeah, because I mean that was around the time that DNA evidence was starting to be a right part up. of things. Yeah. So, uh, thinking that it would have come up very quickly. That it's like, oh no, no, we got DNA now. We got DNA evidence, baby. But yeah, isn't that crazy? Huh. He got famous, and then he was like, "All right, well, I'm doing great." So, what is this book about? Let me in purgatory. I don't know, and I think it, it, it was under a different name, Purgatory. Jack. Well, because there's Dante's Inferno has a book called I think, Purgatoria as well. I think it's under the name Jack Taylor. Is that it? Fugu. <clears throat> Fegufur oder die Reise in Zuchthaus. Purgatory or the trip to jail? Yeah, yeah. That's what it, yeah, that's what the name of it was. It's just his autobiography. Eleven books written by serial killers. But that was used. H. H. Holmes. Oh, I I John thought it was Gacy. two I thought it was two different books. My bad. David Berkowitz. 
Yeah, Purgatory or The Trip to Prison, Report of a Guilty Man is what it was called. I thought it was two different books. (laughs) It's the English translation. My bad, my bad, my bad. Gerard John Schaefer Jr. I don't know who that is. A serial killer. Jack Untavega. Untavega. He looks terrifying serial yeah not a not a looker (laughs) gaskins and danny rowling but he he also looks like those typical like narcissistic people from the 80s where it's like well i just think i'm the best thing ever you know Mm -hmm. and he thought it wow wow yeah so that's him crazy that's a crazy story that's a crazy story that's fucked up that's (laughs) You ate the whole pancake. <laughs> That's fucked up. I want to talk about Mikhail Popkov. Oh. An, a Russian. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The name Mikhail. Mikhail. Michael in English. Okay. If you weren't aware. I did not. Um, and Popkov. I did, I did not. That's not the response to that. If you were not aware, I did not. Today, one of the girls is writing, like, what's the main idea of this? Name two details that let you know what the main ideas of these this uh, passage is. Uh-huh. And Raina said, um, the main ideas of this passage is by, <laughs> is by celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month and how they celebrate it. Oh. I was like, run that by me again. And she was like, yeah, it's by doing this. I'm like, I'm still not. It's not. It's the grammar is not, not grammar. Uh huh. Love. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> she was like, I don't know how I else feel to that. say it. And one of the like, <laughs> <laughs> one of the students today, we were drawing creatures, um, and uh, it was supposed to be like an activity and whatnot. Like you're supposed to create this, you know, some sort of creature. And uh, he decided to draw his self esteem as a personification, and he's like, look at it, it's so small, and like. Oh, did we need therapy? <laughs> I don't know what to do in this situation. Have you ever talked to the counselor? You talked to school counselor? <laughs> like, Jazz keeps saying her favorite color is black. And I'm like, um... That's all the colors. These are precursors to something, and I want to know what they I are. I don't know what it leads to. <laughs> what is the precursor? Yeah. What are you going to do later? Look at all these pretty colors. I want black. Oh! Yeah. She's Wednesday Adams. That's what she's going to be for Halloween. <laughs> you got the wig and the dress. I love that. Perfect. Anyways, <clears throat> Mikhail Popkov, whose uh-huh. name, last name kind of sounds like popcorn, uh-huh. um, was born in Norilsk. <clears throat> when I was mispronouncing all these German names just a second ago, I was like, he better not give me any shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. Krasnoyarsk <laughs> Krai. In what was then the Soviet Union, or Soviet Federal Socialist Republic, um, on March 7th, 1964, uh, and soon moved with his parents to Angarsk, Irkutsk Oblast. So, way... Irkutsk is out in Siberia, isn't it? Yes. It's the one that's closest to Alaska. Yeah. Um, That's cold. Very cold. Mm. Well... Right. <laughs> not that cold all the time. I mean, if you're more inland, like Siberia is colder yeah. than coastal. But uh, as if I know anything about Russia. I <laughs> but I assume. Yeah. I mean. Oh, it's like Alaska. Summers in Alaska are okay. 
No, I still heard this like fifties and sixties sometimes. Yeah, that's okay. That's I like that mm-hmm. for a summer day. Sure. Ooh. Ooh. Um, little's known about his upbringing and his personal life. There is little known about anything about this man because it is. I didn't get very much Soviet Russia. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was married to Elena Popkova, and had a daughter named Ekaterina. Uh, Ekaterina Petrovna Zamolotchkova. Uh, he worked as a police officer. Oh, I love that. In the Irkutsk region. Surprise. Um, and he, uh, at the time of his capture, he also was a security guard at Angarsk Oil and Chemical Company, as well as at a private firm. Oh, great. Uh, this is starting out great. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, Classic. 1992 to 2010, Popkov killed dozens of women between the ages of 16 and 14, as well as one policeman. Um, in his home city of Angarsk and other locations within the Irkutsk region, uh, he stated that he wanted to, quote, cleanse the streets of prostitutes and that, quote, commit, committing murders, I uh, committing the murders, I was guided by my inner convictions, end quote. Um, well, that's escalated quickly. <laughs> he killed a lot of people. Really yeah. Quickly. There's not, he like, okay, I'll get to it later. Um, so he falsely clu- accused his wife of infidelity and claimed that his brutality was the result of his imagined betrayal. Uh, and Garsk psychiatrist, uh, Alexander Grishin speculates that he, growing up with an alcoholic, allegedly abusive mother, likely contributed. Um, he targeted women who he considered doing things immoral, such as going to parties without male chaperones. Um, his usual tactic for luring victims was to go out at night wearing his police uniform, find a potential victim, and offer them a lift in his police, police car. Um, and then he would drive them to remote locations where he would take make them take their clothes off and then kill them with tools like knives axes baseball bats screwdrivers and then after they were dead he would rape them wait so where in the united states is this this is in russia it was a joke (laughs) get it oh (laughs) i just got it that's fucked up that's fucked up Uh, he also mutilated them so severely that Russian media nicknamed him, quote, the werewolf or the Angarsk maniac. Oh. Um, so, so a werewolf is out in, out in a foot. Do you I believe that's werewolves? the area of war- Do you think werewolves ever existed? No. I am a severe, severe skeptic of all... Cryptids? Cryptids. You hate cryptids. SCPs, witches, vampires, uh, all the... the un- I found, no. I found one in the Philippines that uh, is terrifying. They, uh, I think it's called Aswan or Aswan. A vampire? It's, ooh, it's like a, yeah, it's, just, it's a weird timing. <laughs> coming. It's coming for us. Uh, yeah, kind of. It's uh, a, a, like a creature, like a zombie-like creature that like has its guts like hanging out and stuff like that. And it comes around and mutilates bodies so badly that... Uh, they are basically unrecognizable. So then during World War Two, um, the uh, Americans would kill uh, like enemy soldiers and whatnot. And they'd say, leave them oh, out. Oh, it was that guy. Well, they'd leave him out in the open so that the enemy force would like see them and believe, like even in the 1950s. So, yeah, yeah. it was crazy. I saw something about that recently. I watched a video about it. Oh, okay. They, like, full-on... Believe it. Scared yeah. Filipino people. Yeah. Like, oh, they're, the creature's out there still. <laughs> yeah. 
It's ingrained. It's there. Wow. Well. Um, so being the stories from Soviet Russia and just in general that sex workers are often uh, less traced than other victims because yeah. it is... Which we've seen a million times. <laughs> yeah. It... it in... in uh, I mean, it, it sometimes could be more difficult to trace a sex worker, I think. But not every time. No. Not most of the time. Yeah. So... Um, Especially if they're frequenting a certain place, yeah. uh, asking other sex workers, they know. Everyone knows. If you ask the other sex workers, they know. They absolutely know. Do they know who their family is? Yes. Maybe not. Oh, no, no. Maybe. Sorry. But they know they're like inner they circle. Know That's their there. family. That's what I thought you were saying. They're yeah. they're their family, you know? Yeah. Um, so uh, there's very little information about the victims. One victim that managed to escape is Svetlana M., 15-year-old, who told police on January 26, 1998... The police car stopped near her and offered to give her a ride. He took her into a woodland area where he forced her to take off all her clothes, then smashed her head against a tree. She lost consciousness, and the next day was found alive near the village of Baikalsk, somehow surviving despite being naked in sub-zero temperatures. She awoke in the hospital. Look at her. Good, good on her. Yeah, she's a tough bitch. <laughs> Um, for years, police, 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 suspected killer job was metal worker, <laughs> metal worker, a driver, a railway employee, or a heating station engineer, or maybe a cemetery worker. Even Svetlana's evidence was not properly acted upon, and only much later did the police understand that the killer was one of their own. Um, mm -hmm. He worked as a policeman before becoming a security guard for Angarsk Oil and Chemical Company. Um, and later he worked for private security agencies. His wife, Elena, 47, was also a police officer. Oh! Um, and his 26-year-old daughter, Ekaterina, was a school teacher. It's not believed that his family, who thought of him as the perfect husband and father, were accomplices, even though on two occasions his wife gave him alibis when suspicions were focus focused upon him. So she knew. She she must have had suspicions. She must have had a suspicion, yes. at least. <laughs> Um, one victim gave Popkov syphilis. The police knew the dead victim had the disease and also discovered that Popkov had contracted it. Uh, it was enough to just perform a DNA test of this man, but the police interrogated Popkov's wife, who composed an alibi for her husband, said Nikolai Kriteyev, an ex-police officer, or ex-police investigator, who is critical of the handling of the probe. Later, he became more careful and carried on with his horrific crimes. Um, within the case of Svetlana M., the survivor, he said, she was unconscious because of severe head injuries. Police did not start a criminal investigation for a long time despite numerous complaints from the girl's mother. Svetlana was questioned and told in detail about her rapist's policeman and his car. She was shown a police picture of him and his police car, and she confirmed that it was him. But again, the police mistrusted Mikhail's, trusted Mikhail's wife, uh, once more, she composed an alibi Because for him. she was part of them. She was a cop, too. And she, I mean, obviously she doesn't want her husband to go to jail. No, exactly. Um, because she has no misconceptions of him being this serial murderer. Yeah. Um, or does she? That's the real question. Was she an accomplice who just didn't say anything? She could be. I'm saying. I mean, like... That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. 
Um... She created the alibi for him and the criminal investigation was stopped and sent to our archives. Kateyev is convinced that there are at least a dozen more cases in police files that are likely to be Popkov's victims. Many of the details from the crime scene match his modus operandi. He said one of the invest Modus operandi. Modus operandi. <laughs> um, one of his uh, investigators who probed the Popkov case, Mikhail Zavarin, uh, described in 2003 the traits of the killer who they were still hunting. Quote, he is charming and sociable. Women like him, but he is a beast inside, and he's always hard to fight. It's always hard to fight a werewolf. Ew. It was kind of romanticized. And yeah, like it. that's gross. The Siberian Times spoke to the sister of victim Tatiana Martinova, 20, whose body was found with Yulia Kuprikova on the 29th of October 1998 by the road in the suburbs of Angarsk town. Quote, it happened 15 years ago, but the pain does not go away. It was me who presented Tanya a ticket to go to a concert, and she was killed after attending it, said Victoria Chagayeva. 46, who owns a beauty salon in Angarsk. Her sister was married with a small child, and her husband, Igor, then 24, was against her going to the concert. But she went with a girlfriend, Yulia Kaprikova, uh, 19. On the morning of 29 of October, Igor called me, saying Tanya had not come home. I got truly scared. It was the first time she had, never, she had ever done this before. Uh, there were no mobile phones at the time. We could only call Yulia's parents, thinking Tanya might have stayed overnight there for some reason. Uh, but Yulia's parents said that she had not come home either. Uh-oh. They went to the police, and they told that they should wait three days before Ugh. the young woman could be listed as missing. Yes. That night, a shepherd found their naked bodies near Maget, a village near Angarsk. It was 1 a.m. when Tanya's husband, Igor, and I came to the police. We did not tell our mother yet. Igor was absolutely devastated, and I and only repeated, she was killed, she was killed. I was shocked, too, but I simply could not believe it and replied, what are you talking about? Later, we were told that the bodies were found next to each other. Both girls were raped, cut, and chopped. The experts told us that at first they... The experts told us that they were killed and then raped. My elder brother, Oleg, went to the morgue to identify Tanya. He had flown from Moscow immediately. He felt sick when he saw the body. She was so mutilated. He was almost green when he came out of there. He could not say a word. I did not dare go in to look. Yeah. Damn. They discovered Tanya and Yulia had gone for a quick drink with friends, and when they were offered a lift by a policeman, they accepted Quote, the only fact that this bastard is in the police uniform explains why Tanya got into his car. Many people attended their funerals, um, and their mother just lost it yeah. and went crazy and needed a lot of medicine to help cope. Bitch. Um, Same. If I was to have a kid and something like that would happen, like, you're going to tear me away from that coffin. Damn. Yeah. Um, Russian police were involved in the search for one perpetrator of slain... For the search of one perpetrator as slain women were discovered in the mid-90s, killed by similar methods. Despite extensive inquiries and testimonies from surviving victims, Popkov eluded police for two decades. Oh my god! Uh-huh. However, investigators discovered a pattern. Tracks from a Lada 4x4, an off-road vehicle used by law enforcement, 
were found at all of the crime scenes. Even though literally everyone has said it's a police, someone dresses as a police officer. Like, even if it's someone dressing as a police officer, you could at least be like, hey, maybe it's actually just a real police officer. But their idea is like, no, a real police officer wouldn't do something like that. You couldn't get into the police force and yeah, murder people. Yeah, exactly. Surprise, welcome to America. I mean, Russia. <laughs> Similarities. It's so crazy. Mm. So, testing DNA testing of 3,500 current and former policemen in Irkutsk in 2012 mm. facilitated Popkov's capture in the same year. In January of 2015, he was sentenced to life in prison for 22 murders and two attempted murders. Um, two years later, he confessed to an additional 59 killings. Oh my god! The total victim count, which surpassed those of Russian serial killer... Andrei Chikatilo. Yeah, which we've talked, talked about. about, yeah. And Alexander Pichukin. Uh, I think I talked about him. I think, yeah. Uh, December 10, 2018, after trial in the regional court of Irkutsk, Irkutsk Siberia, he was convicted of 56 further murders oh and God. three alleged killings that could not be confirmed due to lack of evidence. He was given a second life sentence. Good. In July of 2020, he confessed to two more killings. Bridging yeah, Green's. the chessboard killer I did talk about. Sorry. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to check. Sorry. <laughs> I'm still talking. Okay. I'm going to just finish the last sentence here. Uh, bringing his total number of admitted victims to 83. Mm. That's insane. And he's still in jail. Yeah. Good. As he should be. Yeah, I, didn't t- I talked about that back in episode 90. <laughs> That's what my note said. So that would have been uh, 70 episodes ago. So a year and a half ago. Anyways, uh, that's rough. That he's just out there going around. But then it, it I'm not gonna lie, it literally begs the question because I we we see what police do nowadays because people record the stupid stupid shit they're out there doing on their mobile phones. But then it's still like, what's not being recorded? What's what going? What has happened? What has happened in the past? Exactly. Um, Back before that, what was happening in the 90s and 2000s and people, uh, yeah. And it's like, I feel like there's plenty of cops in the the force now that are literally doing that and they're sweeping everything underneath the rug and then cops are defending, they create this, the their culture that they'll just continue to sweep it all under the rug so that anything that's reported is just gone. It's yeah. not used. It's put in the system that is just, you know, never heard of again for years and years and years. But, yeah, I think that, that stuff is happening here as well. It's not just yeah. – you can't just be, oh, that's – you know, that was crazy. That's Soviet Russia, you know, blah, blah, blah. Now, I think it may be a little harder now yeah. than it was then, but it's still happening. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. They can't just, like, because people have much more distrust in the police. They're not going to get in the car from a police officer to give them a ride home. No, absolutely not. I will never be in a cop car. I will never be talking to cops willingly. Yeah. Like, you ask me a question, what what do you want? Like, I better be doing something wrong if you're yelling at me. Like, or talking to me. I don't want, no, no. (laughs) I don't want that. Yeah. Not about that. That's crazy. That's fucked up. That's fu- you ate the whole pancake. That's fucked up. <laughs> well, that's crazy. Look at I us know, go. Look, we did another episode. 
We did it. <laughs> we both did really short ones today. We did. Yeah, that's was crazy. There's not a lot of information on these. Yeah. Which maybe I mean, a, the theory of an iceberg is the further you go. That should be kind of more in-depth and, and kind of insane. The or less l- information. Oh, is, gotcha, gotcha. The less well-known it is. So you have to search <laughs> for articles. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> well, we definitely saw that with your conspiracy theory. It was like, yeah, I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah. You know. What do you call fans of Chris Pine? <laughs> Pine trees. Pine nuts. <laughs> Still have this open. Clay Aiken. <laughs> Claymation. Claymates, you were close. <laughs> um, I know because I'm a claymate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who else we got? Um, Doja Cat. Kitties. Kittens, yeah. Um, who else? Ed Sheeran. Sheep. Cheerios. Ew. Why is there so many of these? Uh, I don't know. This list goes on. Ellie Goulding. Goldies. Gold diggers. Gold diggers. <laughs> um, I don't like that one. Okay. What else we got? <laughs> Who else want to hear from? Fran Drescher. Uh, I don't think she's on this list. Well, she has It's random be. people. <laughs> And it's random shows, a random book, Gone with the Wind. Oh, um, no, let me do it. Uh huh. You're going to hate yourself for this one. How difficult is it? Should it be really easy? Yes. It's in the title. Goners? No, they're Windies. Windies. Not good. No. Um, Green Day fans? Uh, September's idiots. <laughs> wow, I, I don't know certain that I want to be called double that. meaning here. <laughs> There's literally like, oh, I'm kind of insulted. All right, uh, Hayden Christensen fans. He played Anakin in the first three Star I Wars. Okay, just checking. Christians, <laughs> Stanikins. No, I don't want to it close that, <laughs> close that tab. It's the worst. Okay. It's gone. No more of that. Wow. <laughs> what you been thinking? <laughs> I have this. more. Oh, do you? I have another one. Oh, you had another sure, one? Sure, why not? Sure. We got time. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> I counted in uh, an Australian accent for my uh, personal training client. Teen? Yeah, I counted. It was one through ten that I was counting to, and uh, she was just cracking up while I was counting. Like it's really not that funny, but I love it. One, two, three. Oh my god! Four. M U N A. I love your work. Do you remember when Lindsay Lohan had a band? Uh huh. Lindsay Lohan. And now she's making a comeback. She's got a Christmas movie <sighs> coming out. She's singing a song in the Christmas movie, Jingle Bell Rock. Which she famously created for the uh, the Mean Girls. Jingle Bell Rock was out before that movie. Later oh, we'll have some fucking pop. <laughs> oh, it is Dark Horse. <laughs> what? You, you remember that from Jocelyn Fox? I'm going to be the oh, black horse of the, horse, the competition. It? It's, do you mean Dark Horse? Well, I've always said Black Horse. It is Dark Horse, isn't it? <laughs> I just love her face when she's like, 
<laughs> um, do you know who Gillian Anderson is? No, did she oh, was from uh, the X Files? But didn't she play something? In... She's going to be the new Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, that movie. one. Yeah. And somebody said, "Oh God, <laughs> SpongeBob," <laughs> and she said, "Love." Uh, <laughs> wait, did she retweet it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, iconic. <laughs> Uh, did I did I also tell you if you drank the original four loco, don't forget to put your retinol on tonight. Uh, okay, don't, I don't be red for Phil. <laughs> Thank I you. I felt. I felt. Yeah. I felt attacked. Uh-huh. Yeah, because uh, I remember getting sick as a dog on four loco, which is I only did it once. Didn't you Never have two, get... or you only had one? Only one. Well, we had multiple. We bought like eight, and we were all just like drinking out of each other's, you know, because college and that's what people did. Um, the we only drank... bearable flavor was watermelon. I don't remember what any of the flavors were because that entire night was just a absolute disaster. Uh, we all went to this bar that is a gay bar in College Station that well, it's technically Brian. Um, that you uh, if you got it if you got in before ten thirty, you got in for free. So we of course pregamed fucking hard and then went to this gay bar. Uh, guess what time we got kicked out at? 10.01. 10.45. So we got there probably about 10.15-ish. And yeah, we got kicked out like right before 11. It was bad. We were pretty drink. Pretty, pretty drink. drink. We, were we, pretty had, drink. We, were pretty we had a drink that uh, we had a pretty drink. Pretty drink, you know? It was really novel to be able to only have one drink and then just be like, night's over. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I that did not just have one drink, but yes. One Four loco. Oh. That was a big-ass Four loco. Those were large things. But, they were like but, 48 know, ounces. And we were all drinking each other's, and we drank all of them. There was seven of us, so that means all of us had to have at least like one and an eighth of a Ford loco. Ford yeah. loco. Ford loco. You'd have to ask. <laughs> it's a new car. Uh, that's the car I'm going to get, the I Ford loco. Um, we had to ask Monica sometime you see her because she was part of that group. It was crazy. I can't picture her doing bad things. <laughs> that yeah, she gets crazy sometimes. <laughs> like she'd be like, "Oh, guys, no, no, no it, I'm gonna have a Zima. I'm just gonna sit over here." And people would be like, "Where you find a Zima?" She's like, "Well, well, I bought a lot of these <laughs> back before they were discontinued." I went on eBay and I was just like, "What's a Zima taste like?" Well, didn't they come back for a while? I don't know. Well, hey Monica, do you like Zima? <laughs> I'm gonna text her. Did Zima? When did Zima come out? In the nineties, nineteen ninety three. Why was Zima taken off the market? Not popular. Color changing formula, including Zima Gold, had a higher alcohol content and caramel coloring. Is it more like a, what? Oh, lack of sales. Yes. <laughs> Ew! All oh, that sounds awful. I would like a Zima. You would try it? it? Oh, yeah. I feel like this was like the original hard seltzer is essentially what it sounds like. It's a beer, though. Well, so is this, technically. No. Uh, well, it's a malt beverage. I'm sorry. Clear malt. Yes, they're the same thing, I guess. Yeah. By Coors. More akin to a cooler, it says. Okay, so like a wine cooler. Zima meaning winter in Slavic language. <laughs> Vinta. Yeah, Jack Unterweger was uh, has a W in there. So just by the way, when you're spelling it out, 
2017, Miller's Coors announced that they were in negotiations to bring Zima back. Uh Uh-huh. And they would have a limited release on the July 4th weekend. Demand for the product exceeded the company's expectations, selling out completely by September. As a result, 2018, they would bring back Zima for a limited time uh, with 40% 40 more inventory than available in 2017. But it did not return in 2019. I see that at the the top of Wikipedia. Wiki? Wikipedia. It's easier to say that. It's also like when I say Reese's. Reese's. <laughs> Reese's. Reese's pieces. Reese's pieces. <laughs> all right. What'd you do with all that candy? Uh, I've been munching at it a little bit. You gave me so much fucking candy. I gave everyone a lot of candy. That's so much candy. Like, I don't know what to do with all of it. Throw it away. I'm I gave not. it away. I gave it to other people so that they could feel more comfortable throwing, throwing it away than me. <laughs> well, I'm, e- I'm eating some of the things. I like the, like, uh, the Swedish fish and the like Sour Patch Kids and the Twizzlers and stuff like that. Uh, I'm not a huge chocolate fan. I've kind of phased out of that. I'd throw all that chocolate away. It's old. Okay. Well, I will throw all the chocolate away. But all the... I mean, all the sugar in it, though. It doesn't go bad. Yeah, exactly. But the uh, I'm not a huge chocolate fan to begin with. So probably going to throw those away. But the uh, all the like little gummies, um, gummies I'll, I'll, I'll hold on to those. Those are one of those things like, ooh, a little gummy pack. Here's a little treat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my thing. Wow. A little bit of sugars. All right. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works. Economy Works is a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help running job descriptions, conducting your marketing is how, uh, whoa, <laughs> conducting marketing analysis, or managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy works. When we work, the economy works. Find out more about Economy Works at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W R K S dot com. Economy Works. Yeah. Oh. Um, and of course, we would like to thank our sister podcast. Let's talk, talk about, about gay stuff. You're familiar with that podcast, right? Yes, you're on it. I know them. <laughs> um, they're gonna have an episode this week too. Yeah, so we're coming up. Check it's, out. it's our it's our week to do it. The week the week to do the wiki to do it. The Wikipedia. Week week. Uh-huh. Um, they're available wherever you get your podcasts. Everywhere you get your podcast. I guess we should tell them what it's about. It's about gay stuff. No, I but feel I, like that that's was pretty not spell, self-explanatory. Yeah, uh, some people. Um, What's it about? Um, gay, gay stuff. stuff. <laughs> uh, they're available at let's talk about gay stuff Let's talk about gay stuff on Facebook and Instagram, and talk gay stuff on Twitter. And if you'd like to send them an email, it is let's talk about gay stuff at gmail dot com. Let's talk about gay stuff. Let's all talk mm, about gay stuff. Let's all talk, talk about, about gay stuff. Because <laughs> gay stuff is real cool. Ew. That's their new theme. Uh, yeah, uh, pitch apparently. That. Pitch that tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to pitch slap that so hard. Um, and of course, you're listening to our spoopy podcast. Always a good one. The, the premier destination for gay stuff. Whatever we're serving. <laughs> Honestly, what do we serve? Nonsense. Nonsense. Calamity. Nonsense, calamity. Horror. Chaos. 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 That's a good one. Simple. Mm. We serve chaos. 
We love it. Um, Serve the house on boots. Chaos for the boots on your nerves. Uh, Hunty for the gods. Slay mama. Wig. Wig. I know, right? I know, right? Wig. Um, It's for us. It's just for us. It's not for you. It's just for us. Um, Wig. That's our spoopy podcast at ourspoopypodcast.com. Our spoopy podcast on Facebook and Instagram. No. (laughs) Our spoopy podcast. No. Dot com, <laughs> our spoopy podcast on. <laughs> on Twitter, our spoopy on. No, our spoopy podcast on Instagram, our spoopy on Twitter, and our spoop on Facebook. If you'd like to send us an email, it's. Our spoopy podcast at gmail.com. No. It's been 161 weeks. And we should tell them to get spoopy with it. I get tongue tied, okay?